What's up, my golden souls? How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in to Divine Ministry Podcast. This is your host, Caroline Taylor, and I am so glad to be with you. Okay, so let's go ahead and get right to it. We are going to be reading from John chapter 4, verse 27. Yes, so the topic of discussion today is all about spiritual nourishment yes spiritual nourishment so i'm going to be reading from niv and nkjv okay so first i'm reading from niv chapter 4 john john chapter 4 verse 27 says just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman but no one asked what do you want or why are you talking with her then leaving her water jar the woman went back to the town and said to the people come see a man who told me everything i ever did could this be the messiah they came out to the town and made their way toward him meanwhile his disciples urged him rabbi eat something But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying? It's still four months until until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now, the one who reaps draws a wage and harvest a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together thus the saying one sows and another reaps is true i sent you to reap what you have not worked for others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor okay that was niv let's read nkjv nkjv puts it like this And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot, went went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore, the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of God, of will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in the for in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. Wow. So, yes, let's talk about spiritual nourishment, guys. So we know for a fact that we eat every day in the physical, right? Um, We can probably go a few days without eating, but not too long because then we will eventually die, right? But 
we also know that healthy eating is really good for the body it it gives the body longevity it renew it, it it water and you know certain foods help with our skin our energy our brain activity all those sorts of things right uh, it helps us to think uh quicker and more sharper uh certain foods actually um enhances our memory things of that nature okay and so we know that food is important food is important no one likes to go without food we love to eat food um most people say breakfast and dinner are the two most important things but anyway yes food is important so let's take that a, a step forward what about our spiritual nourishment? What about our spiritual nourishment? We are getting great physical nourishment, feeding our faces and, and um, you know, enhancing brain, act, you know, the, the, the neurons and the cells and all that kind of stuff in our brain and body, giving our body energy. But what about our spirit? Are we truly feeding our spirit the kind of food that it needs? And no, I'm not talking about food anymore. When I'm talking, what I'm talking about now at this point, is the word of God because Jesus says, which struck me, um, and it was so powerful in John verse 4 34, is he said that um let me go to it. John verse 4 34, he said, My food is to do the will of God. And in verse 32, he said, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. NLT version, if most of you read the NLT version, he said that my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work that is so powerful in order for our spirits to stay uh refreshed to stay sharpened to stay refined to stay to stay uh anew for our minds to constantly be renewed for us to be strengthened in the spirit we have to constantly nourish our spirit with the food of god because it says also in john uh chapter five that he john chapter five and i think john uh chapter six that he is the bread of life he's the bread of life so are we truly gaining that proper nourishment for our spirit how often do we read when do we read when we read or we hasty do we rush do we actually sit down and meditate what has been said in this beautiful word that god has uh been so diligent about giving us this is literally the manual for our life these are the instructions for our life and in in how we are to live as christians and how we got to operate and function and think and speak all those things and he's given it right here in his bible but how often do we feed on it how often do we eat from it because jesus said that this is our spiritual nourishment he said my nourishment my nourishment comes from doing the will of god man that is so powerful that is powerful and so oh no that's not what i want to do and so that's powerful and so i really wanted to hound in on um nourishment or nourish uh in the king james version that word nourishment is translated to meat my meat comes from doing the will of god wow um and so 
To me, that just means that his nourishment, that meat, that nourishment, but the, the, the will of God, that nourishment brings him, um, his spirit great pleasure. That is where his source of great pleasure is. That should be where our source of great pleasure is. But is it? Is that is that where our source of great pleasure is, ladies and gentlemen? Um, in verse 33 through 34, you know, we read about that, how the, how he told the disciples, how he had food that they didn't know anything about. And his disciples kind of questioning was like, okay, did anybody bring him food? Who brought him food? And that's when Jesus went on to be like, uh, my food is to do, is, is to do the will of him who sent me. And so that just made me think that the disciples continued to think only of the level of physical food. As the woman had thought only of the level of physical water. Wow. Just like the woman from the well. She only thought of physical water. But he was talking about the everlasting water. The fountain of life that you never thirst again. And the food he's talking about is a food where you never hunger again. They were all. Get this. They were all unspiritual in their thinking. They were all unspiritual in their thinking. God, we have to understand that God is of spirit first. God is of spirit first. We being his children, we are of spirit first. And we have been manifested into a physical being, into a physical covering. And so when he speak things unto us, why is it that we always think on the physical level first? Why is it that we Go to the carnality of things that we are carnal minded when God tells us something, gives us directions or whatever it may be. We think on a carnal level than what we really are. Our nature is spiritual, guys. Our being is spiritual. And so that told me because God is spiritual and every healing that was performed in the Bible was of spirit first because God is spirit. He heals your spiritual self first. Then he healed. Then in your healing manifests into the physical. Wow. Wow. Come on now. And so I think a lot of the times we get so off track and we can fall so short and so behind because we... Um, we unintentionally or unknowingly or not, not even being, not even doing harm, we can twist the word of God or we can misconstrue or misunderstand the word of God because we have given it physical carnal substance first. And God is saying, I am beyond the physical eye. This thing I am telling you, this thing I am showing you, what I have given you cannot be seen, cannot be heard. Come on now. You can't feel it. You can't see it yet. What I'm talking about is in the spiritual realms first. So you have to come up. You have to rise up to the spiritual level first in order for it to be pulled to the and, and manifested to the physical. So they were all thinking with unspiritual minds and Jesus responded uh 
that what satisfied him more than physical food was the spiritual nourishment that came from doing the father's will and advancing his work. You can't do the will of God. You can't advance his work unless you are reading the word of God, which is living and active and breathing and, 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 and powerful. You can't advance his work. You can't propel the kingdom of God. You cannot fulfill the will unless you are reading the word of God and receiving that nourishment in your spirit to be worked in you and moved in you and functioning in you. And that mission that Jesus had involved bringing light, bringing eternal life to people, bringing eternal life to people. I want to say this. I want to say this real quick. The will of God realized in obedience sustains life, guys. I'm going to say it again. The will of God, the will of God realized in obedience sustains life. Wow, that is that is amazing. And I need you to understand something that in John chapter five, verse 30, you know, he talks about how, um, how we can't do anything on our own. We can't do anything on our own. Um, God went so far to say, you know, I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. Oh, in that, wow, in that beautiful. So this tells you a lot here. Because he's feeding on the word of God, because he's receiving the proper nourishment for his spirit. And let me tell you something. That's why I say proper nourishment, because you can receive improper nourishment as well. That feeds nothing but toxicity in your spirit, because you could be watching this uh, 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 television that uh, and that stuff grieves your spirit. You know what I'm saying? Listen to certain music that grieves your spirit, reading certain books, soft porn or whatever that is that grieves your spirit. That stuff doesn't nourish your spirit. It grieves it. And that's why I say proper nourishment. So God, Jesus was feeding on the proper nourishment. And he said that I judge as God tells me. How can he tell you if you're reading the word of God? If you are meditating on the word of God? If you are really focusing your thoughts and your mind on the word of God? If you are going past the physical and up to the spiritual, the supernatural in his word? <coughs> I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just some, some people judgment ain't just because God didn't tell you. So now you're walking in your own justification to judge. And that is not just Lord have mercy. It says, I carry out the will of the one who sent me in order for you to carry out. And I know in 2 Timothy 4 or 5, it talks about discharging the duties of your ministry in order to discharge, in order to carry out or attempt to find, look or hunt. In order to do any of that, you need to have a vision. In order to get the vision, you have to be reading, meditating and really in the word of God. You don't have the word of God. You don't have the vision. You don't have a vision. You can't carry out the plan of his will. If you can't carry out the plan of his will, that just means there's no vision. If there's no vision, then you're not really reading the word of God like you say you are or like most of us say we are or like we're going to do.
So you must have a vision to carry out the word of God. And in order to receive that vision, vision only comes in the spirit. Spirit. And so in order to receive that vision, you have to read God's word. You have to commune with God. You have to be in fellowship with God. You have to be in close communication and contact with God. You have to have a close relationship with God. Wow, that is just so amazing. When I, like I said, vision, I'm talking about spiritual vision. You cannot be completely absorbed in the physical because then you lose out on all the benefits and opportunities and privileges uh, of those things that God has for you in the spirit. And we wonder why things are not happening in the physical. That's because we are so dependent and so reliant and calling on things. We don't know how to call out and we don't know how to call out to things that are uh, that are for us in the spiritual realm, that are in the supernatural realm and pull it into time because understand like i told you before there is no distance or time in the spirit so whatever is for us whatever has our name on it it is in the spiritual realm it's in the supernatural realm and we have to call it we have to pull it into time you want your husband you've seen him plenty of times god has given you visions of what your man looked like god has even given you his name all that of course, you can't just walk up to him in the corner world. Come on, crazy. You can't do that. So what you got to do? You've seen it in the spirit. He's giving you the vision. You pray on it. You fast on it. You feed on it. And then you pull it. You call it forth into time in the physical realm. You call your spirit forth. You call your blessing forth in the name of Jesus. I command you right now to come ye and manifest into, in, into the physical realm unto me. Come on now. Come on now. Woo! Lord have mercy. And so, the nourishment, you can't understand something about nourishment because, like I said, in King James Version, they, they, they translate it as meat. And from my understanding, uh, the nourishment is a source of great pleasure. And so when you're biting down on meat or any kind of food, you have to chew it. You have to chew it. So break it down with God's word, with whatever he gives you, what you're the scripture you're reading. You have to break it down. You have to meditate on it and allow God to to speak to you about his word and break that word down to you so that it can digest properly in the areas within you that needs to be nourished it has to be broken down, chewed down, and then it can be swallowed where it can go in the right place within your life. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus, come on now. You search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. But the scriptures point to me, yet you refuse to come to me to receive life. Yes, nourishment comes from the word of God. But according to Jesus said in John 5 39, he said, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. The word is living, guys. And we know in John chapter one, the word was God and God was the word. and The word was in God. So we know this. So why are we looking at the word of God to give us eternal life? It says right here in John, Jesus said, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. But the scriptures point to me. They point to Jesus. Even in the Old Testament, 
even in the Old Testament, everything points to Jesus. In the New Testament, everything points back to Jesus. And he said, yet you refuse to come to me to receive life. So, the first part of receiving your proper nourishment is receiving Jesus Christ for eternal life. Once you have him, you can begin to eat properly. You can begin to store in the proper nourishment for your for your spirit. You can begin, your, your mind will begin to be renewed. Your spirit will begin to be transformed in the name of Jesus. And then you will be a new creature. So what are the steps? Step one is, is believe. Step one is believe. Amen. John 16, 9 says the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Uh, 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 John eleven twenty six says everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Praise God. So the first step is believe. The second step is accept. Accept who? Once you believe, then you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Us accept. Praise the Lord. Ecclesiastes 7, 13 says accept the way uh, God does things for who can straighten what he has made crooked. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Job 23, 11 says, My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 8, 6 says, So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For you to walk in his way, you have to accept. You have to believe and accept. Number three, action. Action. Action means to do. Doing the will. Doing the will, we know in verse uh, John, John, uh, ver, uh, John four thirty four, he said, "My nourishment comes from doing the will." So he did; he's doing the will of God. Psalms one nineteen five says, "Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your your decrees, your will, your way." Proverbs sixteen three says, "Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed." Thank you, God. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Number four, discharge your duties. Discharge your duties. Second Timothy four or five says, but you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid to suffer. So keep a clear mind, be sober minded, which is going to come from the nourishment. Don't be afraid to suffer. So he's telling you, you're going to suffer for, for Christ's sake. So, but, so don't be afraid because you're doing it for God. Work at telling others the good news, evangelize. There you go. And carry out the ministry. Discharge, carry out the ministry that God has given you. In order to carry it out, you have to have the vision. There you go. So you have to believe, accept, action, which is do the will, and then discharge. Now, what are the benefits? I'm just going to run them off real quick. The benefits of doing all that is discernment. 
uh, eternal life. Praise God, because you've you, you've accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. So it's eternal life. Three, vision, purpose. Now you have a vision, and now you have a purpose in the name of Jesus. Four, you are being restored back to health because you didn't have the word of God and you didn't have Jesus in your life. You were uh, suffering from spiritual death. So now that you have him in your life, you are healthy. You are restored again in the name of Jesus. Five, you're closer to God. Six, you will never be hungry again because God is the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life. So you will never hunger again. And number seven. His will will be accomplished through you. His will will be accomplished. If you do those things, his will will be accomplished. But you have to rely on the nourishment of God. You have to rely on the nourishment of his word. Continue to be fed. Even Jesus had to continue to be fed. Even Jesus had to read the word. Even Jesus had to remain in close fellowship with God. He said that he, that food brought him great pleasure. And he, like I said, he wasn't talking about physical food. He's talking about nourishment. Sure, it's good to eat physical food, but it's even greater. It's even better to have spiritual food. Because now you're you're gaining such kingdom benefits and privileges and authority and all just all these magnificent things, discernment, authority. Now you have keys to the kingdom. Man, pleasure, peace, joy. All, all these great things. Wisdom, knowledge. So yes, guys, come on. Let's not continue to walk in unspiritual minds. Let's not be the woman at the water. Because it kind of took her a minute to catch on. She was kind of slow. You know, praise God. I hope she caught on. Let's not be the woman at the well. Let's not even be, the disciples were kind of all like, what, 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 did anybody give me? Did you see anybody give him anything? We are spiritual beings first. Therefore, we have to think of the spirit in the spirit by the spirit first. Galatians says to be led by the spirit, not to be, not to let your flesh, not to gratify your flesh, the desires of your flesh, but be led by the spirit. We have to be led by the spirit at all times. So I hope y'all eating good in the spirit. If you're not, if you eat more in the physical than you are in the spiritual, you're unbalanced. I love y'all. Be strong. Be courageous. Be golden.